How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time. Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much is your limit? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Here come the drums! Fuck about your phone book and all your pictures. Chilling at the club with all your bitches. Lying on your dick. Save the drama. Got my eye on your bitch and your baby mama. Catch a snoozing. You know the rules, pimp. Bitches choosing. Y'all about to lose them. Yelling, get your ass in the car, bitch. But I'm much too fast with this hard dick. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. We're your host, Rod and Karen. Who the hell is that? Too short, girl. The, the pimpingest nigga in the world. Oh, okay. That's on that uh, Can't Be a Better Player Than Me. <laughs> First Lil John song I ever heard. That's when I knew that nigga was okay. retarded. 
Uh, that was before he was saying okay and stuff. That was back when he was just repeating every line seven times. Oh, okay. And he had all the East Side Boys in the video with him repeating shit, too. Like, that's... All 102 of them? Yeah. So, it'd be like, <laughs> like, you got my motherfucking finger on the trigger. On, on the, the trigger. trigger! I'm about to go and shoot me another nigga. Another nigga! That's how it was, man. <laughs> anyway... <clears throat> If you're listening to this show, you're listening to the Black Guy with Tips podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Just search for the Black Guy Who Tips, and we will come up. You know, we always appreciate the people who spread the word about the show and make sure that people are out there listening to us, you know, whether it's your friends or your family or co-workers, however you're spreading the word, uh, it's very important to us, and you know, it's always appreciated. So, thank you guys who are doing that. Um, you can, when you go on to blackouttips.com, where we keep our blog and uh, we keep our podcast updates, and now we even have polls. Yes, guys. Right, not stripper polls. No, I hope not. With the heels, no, not no. just have polls. No. Uh, it's polls you can vote on related to the show. Um, so, you know, we're not going back and retroactively doing every show, but. You know, within the last three or four shows, we started doing polls, and you can go vote. You can even leave comments on the, you know, after you vote, mm-hmm. and we're gonna read those on our feedback shows. So if you guys want your voices heard even more, and you want to vote on the poll and give your opinion, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to do that, and you know we'll try to respond to that feedback as much as possible. Yes. Um, and uh, don't forget also leave us reviews on iTunes. Comments on uh, Podomatic, and you know you can always interact with us on the Facebook group, the Blackout Tips, uh, where we're up to nineteen hundred and like fourteen members. Cool, and we only read five star reviews. That's correct. So if you guys are thinking about sending in some bad reviews, you can do that, but it will never be read on the air. So you know, it's up to you guys how you want to handle it. We don't care what you say. I don't know why anybody leaves anything other than a five star review. Like sometimes I see people leave reviews for other podcasts, and it's like. Three stars, four stars. Like, do you, do you really want to be accurate, or are you really a fan? That's true. A real fan wants other people to hear it, and if you want to spread the word, you're going to give five stars just so that it, it'll spread the word about that show, get their ratings higher and stuff like that. Why, why would you ever, oh, I really like the show, but no, I don't. I got to be true to myself. <laughs> they could have used a little bit more paprika and salsa. <laughs> Don't forget also to contact the show. You can email us, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, and you can always call the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We'll read it on the show as long as it's three minutes or less. Um, sorry, Marshall. I saw you left us a, a message today, but it was six and a half minutes. And I, at that point, I think we got to start the Marshall podcast. So <laughs> we gotta, you know, gotta gotta get the three minutes, guys. Uh, get everybody uh, equal opportunity to, to get their opinion heard if they want to. Um, all right. Uh, also, let me thank the people who donated. Yes. Um, let me thank Adjective J. Uh, cool. He left us a donation. Thank you. Uh, thanks very much, man. I appreciate it. Uh, it's always good, you know, it's, it's, it's real cool to see you starting your own podcast, yes, doing your own is. thing, and I, I listen to your show, um, and it's very good, man. Yes, um, it is. The name of the show is The Negro Majority, and of course it's spelled all ebonically, you know, uh, Ne, K-N-E-E, and then Grow, G-R-O-W, but majority is spelled correct somehow, and you can email the show, The Negro Majority, at Gmail, but just make sure 
you can spell majority correctly. You doesn't like when you spell, you don't mean that might you spell a Negro wrong, but not majority. No, if, if you misspell that, don't email for sure. Yeah, he will get very, very upset. Yes. Um, Greg also contributed this week. Thank you, Greg. Yes, thank you. Really appreciate it, man. Just, you know, it's awesome. We can get a single donation last week. Now we got like two or three, and that's the way it works. Ken, uh, Kenny Limpo. I appreciate it, man. I yes. saw your automatic payment came through, player. Yes, thank you. So that means you got good credit and you want to keep donating to the podcast. <laughs> we like you. Yes. I wonder if I would get a notification if somebody uh, shit didn't go through. You think so? I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, like, we have to get the bank on them. Yeah. They'd be like, contact him. He owes you money. Yes. His shit did not go through. Um. All right. So... Uh, don't forget the official weapon of the show is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And uh, you ready to do some podcasting yes. on this Saturday morning? Yes, please. All right. Um, what do you want to start with? We got emails, voicemails, we got the polls, we got Facebook comments, we, we got, got iTunes now. reviews. Let's do the uh, emails first. The emails first. All right. Um. Blam up in the email booth. Let's check it out. Corey, the same guy who told us that his uh, dad was the one that pissed on all that chicken. Uh, son of a pisser, as I called him. Um, he says, just listening to the show with the Shadow Dog guys. Funny shit, bro. Hey, I asked my dad, why did you pee on that chicken, nigga? <laughs> you think he was like, it's trying to get to the other side. <laughs> I was coming it. <laughs> Why did the nigga pee on the chicken? Because it was trying to get to the other side of the road. Yes. Uh, he said he was very, very drunk, and a white guy was watching him. So he pissed on the chicken and doesn't remember eating ham. Go fucking figure. <laughs> oh, and I hate Tyler, Steve Harvey and Tyler Perry's moist ass, too. Um, You know what I do wonder, though? You think he was pissing on chicken because the white man was there? To be like, oh, you think all black people like chicken, huh? I'll show you. Well, I'm now I'm scared. I, I hope Kenny Lippo doesn't piss on some cheese, cause you know he always trying to deny his cheese loving side. I know, right? Embrace it, embrace He's it. He's gonna we're gonna get an article about him pissing on cheese. Watch. Uh, we're gonna get an article about him burning the cheese stand down. <laughs> <laughs> Tanisha writes in, hey guys, I recently joined the Twitter. Yes, that's that's what I call it. I'm like the old people. <laughs> Welcome to the group. In this episode, I hear you guys talking about following boring people. I will be one of them, so I apologize in advance. I don't have much to say most of the time. I just like to see and hear what other people have to say. But I do understand what Twitter is for. It's to express yourself, so I don't understand why folks have stupid shit to say for people who tweet a lot. Especially for people like you guys. I'm sure you have plenty to say when you're not on the podcast. Can you imagine how long your podcast would be if you didn't if you didn't have so much to say on Twitter? Oh my god. Yeah, she's uh, right. Yeah. We'd have to do like two a day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get these motherfuckers tripping at work again. I know, right? <laughs> um How about Tyler how about, now about the Tyler Perry drama? I'm not sure what got into me, but I was watching 106 and Park on BET the other day. No! Oh! Ouch! Oh! Don't give me aneurysm. You think she okay? I hope she okay. Did she survive the whole episode? I think the rest of this paragraph is going to be in Ebonics and broken English and shit. <laughs> BET fucks up your IQ. It just yes, brings it, it down. Does. Tremendously. By the end, it's going to be like, me am good. Have day. Nice. 
Um, as I turned in, as I tuned in, they brought out Bow Wow and Isaiah Mustafa. I think I'm gonna call Bow Wow Lil Bow Wow for the rest of my life. Yeah, I that's think, what he is to me. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna let him grow up because his music is still whack. Um, and Isaiah Mustafa, the guy from the Old Spice commercials. I love those commercials. First of all, I feel sorry that this is Isaiah's first feature film. I'm sorry he is probably a good actor, but he is gonna get typecast into the black film genre that goes straight to DVD. Anyways, <clears throat> they asked Bow, they asked Lil Bow Wow about his experience working for Tyler Perry. Of course, he was excited because he has nothing else to do with himself. Yeah. But his response really brings this whole Tyler Perry message to perspective for me. He said, it was a different experience for me. Everything happened very fast. We would do one or two takes and then move on. Damn. I'm used to multiple retakes and cuts and start overs. Yes, get it. You know, like, do it till you do it right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a rushed product like that. Right, but Tyler Perry does so much shit. Does he have time to do quality shit? That's he's writing true. three sitcoms at this point. Yeah. He's doing a couple movies a year. He's still doing the plays and shit like that. So, like, yeah, does he, he have time to sit down and put out a quality product? Yeah, versus somebody who have who might have one or two uh, activities that they do for a whole year. Right. He's 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 telling you I'm about quantity over quality. And his fans don't seem to give a fuck, which I can't make them give a fuck. I don't. I don't actually don't care if they give a fuck or not. I already have picked my side, which is uh, I don't have to listen to this whack shit. You know. That's true. Um, <clears throat> and he said he said more after that, but my mind was reeling from that comment. I get it now. I get why seventy five percent of the scenes are awkward and the plots are blatantly obvious. It's probably the only take that they did. Tyler relies. Mm on the acting skills of his all-star cast to make his movies good. He tells them to memorize their scenes verbatim and says roll them with no retakes, no redos, no nothing. I'm speechless. Now, and <clears throat> now, admit that I, I admit that I do do go see his movies just to see if they improve, which they don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like the definition of insanity. Do the same thing, expect <laughs> different results. Nah, you're not gonna get it's me, not brother. Happening. I'm sorry. You got me once. Fuck you, Tyler Perry. That is the end of that. Um, and to support some of my favorite actors, but trust me, most of his movies lack cinematic quality. I'm definitely boycotting if they come out with Medea in 3D. Oh, don't give him no damn idea. I bet you they're working on that shit right now. No, thank you. That's what she says. Um, and uh, you know what's funny too is like, um, I don't mind his fans that are like, yeah, the shit is not good. I just like seeing it. Yeah, and that's cool. I you like know? bad shit too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about the support my actors thing because I, that's kind of like, should I support a, a rapper because he's my favorite rapper but he's doing some cooling shit, you know, he's doing some bullshit. So like if I go support uh, Fonte but he's putting out a low quality CD full of artists that I don't like with, you know, not the kind of music I like, should I go buy that one just because it's Fonte or should I be like... No. Let me speak with my dollars. No, this is some shit I don't want to see you do. I'll get you next time. She says, anyways, I got a cray-cray story for y'all, but it'll make this email too damn long, so I'll save it for next time. Trust me, it's a good one. Rod, stay awesome. Karen, way to go on limiting your racist comments and annoying laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying my best. So this is Samantha Jackson. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> I believe the folks who think you're irritating can't can tolerate you, but this through this super long episode. Uh, P.S. Is it weird 
when you guys close the show with a kiss that I kind of feel like Rod kissed my left cheek on my face and Karen kissed my right cheek on, cheek on my face. I don't know. Never mind. Forget I mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, she could tell that I'm kissing the right cheek because I gave her some tongue. Uh, uh, I'm like Dr. We J, get baby. Down and nasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the threesome I never dreamed of. <laughs> Walter Crawford writes in. Good day to my favorite podcast host. What it do? What it do? What it do, dog? Finally, spring and sundress month is almost here. I can't wait. Yes, me too. For real, I'm like Bart Scott. I can't wait. Yes, I am ready. Uh, I have a little problem with self-help books for women written by men. How the hell do they know the women experience? Even if the dude has a PhD, he has never experienced a pap smear or a monthly. I know so. Most of the women who read those books... These books don't have a man because they're too busy analyzing shit like a man. Men have a completely different way of thinking. Thanks, thanks for the show, you two. I'm looking forward to more in the future. By the way, Stitcher makes money off of all the podcasts they have picked up for free. They they even give some podcasters money for repackaging their product. Just throwing that out there. Uh, yeah, they gotta send me a package with all that stuff. I don't know how it works, but um, yeah, man. Um, we are on Stitcher. I forgot to tell people that at the beginning of the show. We're on Stitcher now, so if you have the Stitcher radio app, you can check out the podcast uh, a different way. Yeah, because for some people, that's the only way. If you can't stream it or download it or use the uh, RS feed through your uh, BlackBerry or Android, this is another uh, way to get our podcast out to your ears. Yeah, so thanks for reminding me to say that, Walter. Thank you. Um, Let's see who else wrote it. Um, Looks like in the bleachers, Mike wrote it. What the dealio, folks? Love both shows this week. The dude y'all had on Sunday was probably the best guest you've ever had. And definitely want to hear him on the show more because he is brilliant. Sounds like he is a good looking kid too. Um, Mike was the guest on Sunday's show. I think he's talking about himself. I hope so. Either that or he thought Bossy was a dude. And I don't think she sounds like a dude at all. Me either. Anyway, as for the Chili's crazy... Nothing like chain restaurant psycho relationships. Luckily, in all my crazy dating stories, I don't have any chain restaurant ratchetness to discuss. Bar ratchet, yes. Party ratchet, yes. Expensive restaurant silent ratchet, yes. Kid, <laughs> kidnapped in the car ratchet, hell yes. Oh. But no, no Chili's ratchet episodes to speak of. Not yet, anyway. <clears throat> well, he said he's not dealing with crazy anymore, but okay, let's I, I always say... Show. But he still contact us, so you don't yeah. know. You might be in Chili's one day. She'll come up there and you'll have a story to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I always say it's crazy over. Crazy don't go away. Yeah, it's over with crazy says it's over. That's right. On a serious note, that secondhand clothing I did is stupid. Yeah, we talked about these kids who, uh, they, they were getting secondhand. This, this Republican... Uh, representative wanted to pass a law where foster children could only get secondhand clothes. They could not shop in any stores for firsthand clothes. Mm-hmm. They had to go to like Salvation Army and thrift stores, stores and Goodwill. Goodwill. So, um, he says the idea is stupid, just ridiculous. Kids who are in foster care, adopted, or kids who are impoverished in general already live with the stigma when they go to school. Yes, they do. The idea that they can't wear anything but use clothes will only add to the two way stigma. Two-way because the kids harbor their own insecurities, and the other students are cruel to things that are in, that are different. Yes, they are. I mean, can you imagine that? You know, that age where people are the worst, the most evil they're ever gonna be in life, where they're like 13, 14, 15, 
somebody is constantly coming to school in ratty ass secondhand clothes and no, can you even imagine the amount of uh just just criticism and jokes they're gonna catch on the bus and my thing is that because of this a lot of schools across the country and i personally think most schools across the country need to be uniforms that's the biggest reason why they did uniforms because they were saying that children were getting picked on they didn't have the you know the nicer stuff the stuff yeah. in style and things like that so you forced them to do it but then you have the asshole kids that can afford what i wear what the fuck i want yeah but everybody can't be like you right i mean it's just i mean it's just even worse because if you're showing up to school in like some bell bottoms from the 70s and shit, you're gonna catch it worse. You know, maybe maybe you can just go and uh, try to pretend that that's your, your style. That's true. Like, I keep a trill, man. I'm from the. I, keep, I only wear 80s jumpsuits and 70s bell bottoms and open, <laughs> open college shirts. Uh, <laughs> I'm the oh, coolest kid in, in 10th grade. Oh. Um, anyway, and the other school that's cool things. Oh, cool to things that are different. Personally, that is the reason I'm a fan of school uniforms. Me too. Everyone looks the same and it eliminates the idea of name brand and hand me down and the like. Now, for the bathroom etiquette, I'm 26, so I'm a bit younger than you all, but uh, I've reached a stage in my life where I do not care anymore. I see dropping a deuce at work as an extra 15 minutes that I'm not working, and can't nobody make me rush. I do courtesy flush, though, but that's for my own benefit. As for looking around the office trying to find out who did it, it was me! Is that odd? That's why you ain't looking. Yeah, he knows. Is that odd? Maybe. But that goes to your other topic you guys hit on, community showers. Playing football in college has made me about as comfortable with smells and just going about my business as I can be. At the Y, I don't care. Yeah, I shower after I work or work out or hoop. Think I'm getting in my car funky? Hell no. But uh, do I take my shirt off to drop a deuce at work? Yeah, I need to be comfortable. He thinks he's at home. Wow. <laughs> I really hope that was a joke. Uh, you, you, you know in the bathroom where they have a little hook for your coat. You think that's where you hang his yeah, shirt? Yeah, take his shirt. How do you take his shirt off in the bathroom? Ah, ah, ah. That is just, that is disgusting. Oh, I take his shoes off too, they damn. <laughs> yeah, you like read a paper, kick his feet up. Um, when you're in a locker room with 125 other dudes, sometimes you got to shit and there's no point in taking off what you wore to class. Getting your football gear on and then going to the bathroom. Just go get dressed after. And no, we don't stare at each other in the showers, but we do talk like normal conversation. What's the plan tonight? Want to go get dinner after? Yeah, of course y'all say that. Because y'all on a date. Because y'all are gay. Y'all listen to Lil B. Nah, I'm just joking. What time is the film tomorrow? Did you smash that girl last night? Of course, the classic. Yo, can I get wet right quick? For the dude that is in a rush, but all the shower heads are taken. Any more community shower knowledge you need, I'm your guy. Uh, I really, really do not want more. <laughs> Thank you. You have shared enough. Thank yes, you for this, enlightening this us. More than I ever wanted to know about the bathroom and community showers. I had a blast Sunday. Keep up the good work. Also, thoughts and prayers to the folk in the South that were back, they got banged on by the storms. I feel you, dog. Yes, sir. Um, Trey writes in. Got done listening to episode 156 and had to comment on the truth that was being told. The bathroom situation at work is crazy. They got some disgusting mofos. Grown ass people who can't use the bathroom in the damn toilet. Sounds like y'all was talking about kids. I really don't see how people bring in food or drink into a public restaurant. I don't even do that shit in my... I mean, public bathroom. I was about to say, wait a minute, we're talking about bathroom. 
Well, you can't bring it into a public restaurant either. They get mad. Yes, they do. I'll be like, I'm good, McDonald's. I'm just going to eat this Burger King. They'll be like, get out. I know, right? And don't use our dirty bathroom. Um, <laughs> It says, I don't even do that shit in my bathroom at home. Yeah, I don't even eat in the bathroom in my crib. And I know if that's clean or not. That's true. I don't blame LeBron for not looking out for his great uncle. It's some family members you just can't associate with like that. I know so. His uncle reminds me of the uncle that paid in full where he was saying, I know you're going to look out for family. I'm sure there's still some family members that LeBron still keeps in touch with. Can't blame him if he doesn't. Just look at how ratchet his mom is. You know she had to get it from somewhere. True. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, the other thing about that is, like, so the uncle that's writing a book about you, probably not the uncle you're the closest with. Just my guess. That's right. <laughs> probably not the one you, you want to take care of. Um, your last two blog posts were very good. The blackest players in the NBA was brilliant, and the pictures added an extra laugh. Uh, now for the one you posted yesterday. Oh, yeah, I posted a blog. I guess I forgot to mention. I posted a blog post yesterday about... The whole Obama, uh, Trump, and, you know, the whole, you know, birth certificate ordeal and just my thoughts on it and other things that it made me think about. And I, I thought it was, uh, you know, just, I don't know, it just, it kind of got to me. It hit, it hit me. And uh, I was just, wrote, I just felt like writing about it. And uh, I got a lot of great feedback and response from people on Twitter. And uh, we'll, we'll get more into that in a little bit later in the show. But, yep. yeah, thank you, everybody. Um, now for the one you posted yesterday. It was very insightful and shows such a sad world we live in. I watch the news, not as often as I used to, and real time with Bill Maher, etc. And the nonsense these teabaggers talk is straight ridiculous. I can only watch a little at a time because I refuse to drive myself crazy. Donald Trump is truly a piece of shit acting like this is one of his corny ass reality shows. I know. Why does he need to act like that, man? Because uh, he's rich and white and insulated and, you know, just... You know, in this country, you can go around doing what the fuck you want. And no, I mean, the media is going to show up like he's a serious person, you know? The shit these people do just makes me want to leave the country for a few years because they, they are really making the country at, that they claim to love so much look like it's run by retards, which it kind of is. Um, that's good that your pops has some land that he can go to anytime and say, he wants and say, I own this and leave it to his family someday. Keep up the great work and talk to y'all soon. Thank you. Thank you, Trey. Um, and that is the last of the emails. So, you want to do uh, the poll, you want to do Facebook, you want to do iTunes. Let's do the polls. Okay, alright. So, we had a couple of polls this week. Um, the first one was for our episode, uh, The Right Reasons to Hate Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very proud of our listeners. Yes. Apparently, 96% of you guys understand you can, like, you can dislike Tyler Perry for good reasons. Mm-hmm. And 4% of y'all just don't get it, I guess. I mean, obviously y'all are wrong. 96% of people are on my side. So, you, you, I mean, just admit it. Y'all was wrong. You know, a couple people probably was just trying to fuck with me and make jokes. So, you know, nobody left a comment on this poll. But, you know, it would have been interesting to see those five people that decided, you know, why Tyler Perry, why I was hating. It would be interesting to see what they had to say. And, uh, of course, the 127 people that voted that they do dislike Tyler Perry could have came in and said, fuck you, nigga. Um, <laughs> all right, and then uh, we had another poll about Obama. Should he have waited to show his birth certificate? Mm-hmm. 
because we started off our show and uh, we were talking about, you know, I, my theory was you wait, you wait till the Republican primary is over and then you just bust out the birth certificate like, blam, nigga. And um, he said, uh, I said, yes, you always play the big joker near the end. That was, a, well, that was one category. Mm-hmm. No, this whole thing needed to stop right now. And then the last one is he shouldn't even have to show his birth certificate at all. Uh, the first one got 17%. That's yes. You know, you wait and you play your, you play your, you play your card later. Mm-hmm. The uh, second one got 23%, which is no, we need right now with the perfect time to play it, just stop it, right? Mm-hmm. And then the last one got 60%. Mm-hmm. So most people said he should not have had to show his birth certificate at all. No, why? And and I think what it is is like the rebellious part of us, and it's part, and it's actually the impetus for what made me do that poll. I mean, made me write that blog post is that feeling inside. Like, why the fuck does my president have to show his birth certificate? You know, um, no other president in history has had to prove anything. Come on, fuck not, yeah, not like that. You know, um, I and then my toilet level comment: the president has been non-verbally saying "kiss my ass" with those ridiculous claims for three years. He should have stayed the course. So, yeah, and I and I can. Hey, you know what? Every any response you guys had to this poll, I understood. True. To be honest, the people that said, "Hey, strategically, politically, he could have waited even longer and, and totally like got." Seeing if he could have got more people on, on board with this and just knock them all down. Um, I understand the people that were like, no, just stop this silliness, put it out there. Uh, you know, and I understand the people that say you shouldn't show it because, you know, I get that too because, yeah, it's not going to stop. The real problem isn't his birth certificate. No, it's, it's not. It's his skin color. That's right, but that's something that people will never come out and say. And the reason why it's his skin color because no matter what he does, no matter what he says, it's always going to be something else that you come up with that he'll have to prove. So it's worth the fucking time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's very frustrating. Um, and like I said, that's what made me write my blog post, Presiding While Black. Um, and, you know, I talked about, you know, how the, the whole situation with Obama and how it's kind of, you know, how I started very optimistic. And I still am very optimistic about his presidency. And I'm actually very proud of him as our president. I, w- I would vote for him again. Um and uh, when it's time for 2012, I'm going to vote for him again. Um, because right now, the opposition that they're putting up, it, I mean, there's there's no reason that I can possibly understand to vote for them. And I don't think they can handle the situations that have come up better than Obama. And not only that, they, and, and the funny part about it is that, not to get too political, but everybody wants to fuss about how you know bad the economy is and tanking and unemployment and all this stuff. But a lot of it was on the Republicans' time watch. But everybody wants to try the tendency to forget that right now. Right. You know, all this debt didn't come underneath the Democrats. It came underneath y'all. But now, because you're not um, in the presidency, all of a sudden, this is y'all debt. This is y'all issue. This is y'all problem. Now yeah. we're coming to fix some shit that we messed up in the first place. See, I don't, I don't mind that because that's politics. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind the the political attacks on Obama. I don't mind those type of criticisms, but it's the undertone of the racial stuff. Okay. And I'm not reading into stuff. I'm saying blatant, openly obvious. Let's put his face on a monkey. Let's, uh, you know, let's Photoshop watermelon with him walking out of the the, the, the Air Force One. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of stuff. The, the undercurrent, you know, and, and, and even, you know, some of the more 
subliminal stuff like questioning his grades and bringing up affirmative action things that are supposed to tell us he's less than he's you know he's, he's not he does not belong those are the kind of things i was talking about in this blog post and it made me think of my father and how my dad owns land in south carolina and i've never really understood why he owns that land until yesterday and you know i i i, I teared up because part of it was like uh uh, it, it was it was emotional to me because I was like, one, I couldn't believe I was so ignorant to why he had that land all this time. Um, I, you know, I'm 32. I just now realized, like, damn, this is why this is the this is the only way my dad could exercise his rights of uh, equality, at, like every American citizen. This is his patriotism. Like, this is it's like like I said at the end of the block. This land is your land. This land is my land. But where's your receipt? You know, and yeah, that's true too now. This whole thing with the bombing his birth certificate just feels a lot like uh, driving while black. He's just presiding while black. He's the first thing that you know that 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 he's being treated as is black and not American and not our president. And when people ask, you know, serious like, well, are you black first or you're American first? I think this answers the question. I think. Um, that we're gonna always be perceived as black first, and I, I don't really have issue with being perceived as black first, um, but I do have an issue with my president being the most powerful person on the planet and and still having to deal with this type of bullshit, you know. But anyway, um, read the blog post, guys, if you want to. People left comments, um, and what? Do you want to view that? We already did. Okay. Uh, I think so. Didn't we already do this? Oh, yeah, 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 my bad. And I put a poll at the end of this one because, like I said, I teared up. And uh, the poll was, uh, is Rod a little bitch for crying? <laughs> and yes, there's no acceptable reason for a man to cry. No, you cool, man. Just don't let it happen again. Uh, <laughs> 95% of people said it was cool. That was fine. Uh, of course, three people said I'm a bitch, you know, and... Uh, let's see what the comments said. You are in the right, man. This is from BG. I know folks like Trump and Palin are more about proceeding their uh, agenda, but it's still infuriating nonetheless. I'm sure Trump could care less considering he wipes himself with $100 bills, but I will never support anything of his ever again. That means watching The Apprentice or staying in his hotels. Okay, the last one is a joke, as if I could afford to, but yeah, to hell with him. Smiley face. J4.net. This this was really well written, Rod. I felt myself getting the eye twinkle, uh, twinkle, but but real niggas don't cry. But I couldn't agree with the post more. Good job, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I mean, when I was crying in the car. I was like, ice cold. I don't cry. I'm a man. I kill niggas. I wasn't around when this happened, y'all. Just so everybody knows. Yeah, I was by myself. I was listening to One Last Cry by Brian McKnight. Um, Black Ink says, very good piece, fam. You're not the only one who brought who was brought to tears. Also, because I wasn't paying attention and my multitasking skills are suspect, I clicked the wrong button. So you're still cruising at 100% for no. <laughs> so okay, only two people think I'm a bitch. I'm okay with that. Cool. Uh, um, let's see. I feel you, man. I have to admit to having some pent up anger over how the press has been disrespected. However, my main issue is that there's really no way to channel that anger into anything productive that will solve the issue. It's either turn into angry black man or stop watching cable news altogether. To some being frustrated, well, uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, to stop from being frustrated. We'll see what happens in 2012. Um, 
there are things you can do, man. Um, I would actually say uh, you guys should go check out Blacking It Up. Um, they that they, they have a message board to go along with their podcast, and they're mm-hmm. trying to organize some things to you know pro- protest and the call and the, you know kind of stop watching some of the shows and maybe you know maybe and maybe that does feel small, but um, you know a lot of the people don't understand it. it really does take a little bit of feedback to actually um, to actually get something started. Yes, and, and my thing, and I think the thing that really, really frustrates me, why can't you just be an angry man? You know, it's amazing when people get angry, how people view their anger as different. Yeah, yeah, well, that's all, that's that's more of what I was talking about. Um, and I, and a lot of people say, well, don't let Trump get you down. And, you know, it's that it's not Donald him. Trump. It's much bigger than Donald Trump. Um, so, I under, AW1976 says, so I, I so understand how you feel and how you felt. Every day I look at my children who sing patriotic songs and are sweet and bright and who love President Obama, and I wonder when I will have to tell them they are not going to be graded based on their character. Folks are going to see their blackness first and question their excellence, and damn it, that is the day that I know I'm going to sit down in the middle of the floor after I put them to bed and cry. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. Man, people with kids, I'm even more like, damn, dog, I don't want to have to tell my kid, like, well... About that president thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, you, you're good, but white people are gonna still be mad, and they're gonna question you at every chance. And Obama's handling this shit like a champ, man. Let's uh-huh. give him props. Um, Miss Chartreuse wrote in, and she has a podcast, uh, which I checked out, um, and it was really good, man. It's called uh, Consumption Junction, mm-hmm. and she does it with her white man. That is also a boyfriend. So they had your nil a couple like uh, oh, Curly, yeah. Curly, uh like Shirley and Chloe. Cool. Uh, can we call them Clearly? Can we can we combine their names? Okay. I think I'm gonna do that. Clearly, they're they're <laughs> like Clearly from the Chonilla podcast, and um they so they uh you know they have a podcast they did together, and I listened to the last one about stereotypes. It was really funny. Um, and she had her own blog post, her own take on this because I think this. Situation evokes different emotional responses in different people, mm-hmm. and she she basically said, "Look, I understand how it can be devastating for you, but perhaps people are putting too much stake and pride in a man who isn't much different from other presidents." This Obama-Trump drama is a slideshow to keep people upset and talking. Donald got what he wanted out of this: more attention and the humiliation of a man who is an icon for blacks and many others. He is an icon for the blacks. That's true. There's no need to apologize if you own up to living vicariously through the Obamas and their blackness and success. But when you live vicariously, you run the risk of letting the external thing have a direct impact on yourself. Then such things are attacked and diminished. That is why I'm self-sufficient and don't give a shit what white people think or do about black people. I, I need not their approval. I know who I am and take pride in myself. TV is not reality. It's a circus show. Keep in mind, I empathize with you and understand that you why you feel hurt. But take that power back into your own hands and out of the grips of rich white racist shit. And then she put a link to her blog post, which I, I liked. I enjoyed. And uh, I felt like um, it was just a different reaction. Like, my normal reaction is much more like that. Where I'm like, fuck these motherfuckers. I don't care. But just once, you know, thinking about my dad and stuff, I was, I was kind of sad. Like, fuck, man. This shit is never gonna end, you know? And I, that's sad to me. It's not like I'm breaking down every day or whatever. And my thing, and it's sad that you have an American president that's black and people from other countries and all around the world actually respect him more than people in his own, own country does. And that's yeah. sad. Uh, and, not for the, and not for the right reasons. I don't mind. Yeah, like, there's yeah, plenty of good reasons to critique Obama. Like, that's yes, what's weird. Yes. 
Like, I'm not some Obama, like, no, you have to defend the president. Everything no, I'm not he does. Because I really could give a fuck. It's just one of those, like, it's cool. We got a black president. That's awesome. And to some people, it's going to just be like, it stops and end that he's black. Yeah, good, for good and bad. That's the problem that I have. Yeah, and for not, good not, and bad. Not the criticism because every president makes errors and every president makes mistakes and nobody's beyond you did something wrong. Right. But for good and bad, some people say he black, that's it. T Griff thirteen says, Realest shit you ever wrote in my Ron Artest voice. I cry for Mike. I cry for Mike, I cry for Mike, I cry for Michael, 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 you my nigga. Homie don't tell lies, no you miss him. I cry for Mike. I cry for Mike, I cry for Mike, I cry for Mike. Um, M. Terrence says, don't be ashamed of a tear because of the treatment of Obama during the past few years. To me, unfortunately, the more things change, the more they stay the same. There are two things that will never change, politics and racism. Sure, no one is getting on a horse and riding into town in a white sheet and fire and a fire pitchfork burning across in the yard. But what is the difference between that and the Tea Party? Uh, what the Tea Party has been spewing the minute after the last dance at Obama's inauguration. Their goal, as well as the Republican Party and some Democrats, is not to allow this end to get anything accomplished. If Obama said he got world peace, they would somehow be against it. Yeah, I, I mean... Not all, but I agree. Yeah, I don't... Well, I don't want to say... I don't think the Tea Party is solely about race, but it's like Bill Maher said. If you're racist, you're going to be a Republican. Don't mean if you're a Republican, you are racist, but all the racists is lining up on one side. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, it's sad, (laughs) but they have a lot of policies and a lot of uh, things that they pass that kind of caters to that crowd. Yeah. So you want to do, you want to do Facebook comments, uh, iTunes reviews, or... Let's do Facebook comments and iTunes reviews. Okay. So, of course, I posted this thing on Facebook. I wanted people to read it, you know, which was... A lot harder to do than people think because I got a post that I cried. And as a dude, <laughs> it is hard to retweet like, hey, so I was crying like a bitch. Uh, here's why. <laughs> Check it out. See if you identify. <laughs> that is a very risky proposition. I was very, very impressed with all the people that, that actually got it and were just cool about the shit. Because I really was nervous that it was just going to be a bunch of, nigga, fuck you. I don't have emotions. I'm a man. Whatever. Uh, I cut you, you cry. So I wrote this. Uh, Scott... Morris replies, damn. Rick says, I just I just had a long debate on my page with a conservative about this issue. It seems that at times, if people of color uh, hard, work hard enough and achieve any level of success, eventually there will always be those who will dismiss their hard work and chalk it up to affirmative action. That's true. But we can never, ever, 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 ever use that as an excuse to fail. I say to hell with Donald Trump and anyone like him. I agree. I mean, and that's normally how I feel. Like I said, man, just today or yesterday, I was just like, I don't know. It got to me, man. Some days it be like that. Um, and also, man, I, I, I want a lot of people to know that it's not really about Donald Trump. But uh-huh. I, anyway, you know, it, it kind of culminated with the Donald Trump shit. But it was more like the board. Why the fuck should my president have to show a birth certificate? You just want us to go. He's other. And then immediately they switched to his grade. So you just want to remind us that he's black. And you want to appeal to that racist group of people out there that really, we should all let the fuck go. Yes, and it's a small percentage. And that's the thing. It's the smallest percentage. For some reason, they have the loudest voice for whatever reason. And people are on TV appealing to them. And I was more upset with CNN, MSNBC, and, and these places that 
pretend like this is good news. This is something we should cover. We should talk to these people. No. Like, that is very fucking frustrating. Like, it, it, it's kind of like when you have your white friend that tells you, like, man, white people say the most racist shit when black people ain't around. You're like, for real? They're like, yeah. My uncle was telling me how blah, 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 right? And you're like, okay, I get it. You love your uncle. And so you're, you can't separate the fact that like, like if, like if some random dude walked up to you in real life or maybe at work and said that shit and you're a white dude and you go, Hey man, don't talk like that. That's right. Right. But because it's your uncle, you you love him and you just let him talk, but you're still like, man, the, the, the fuck, right? Yes. Well, with these TV shows and shit, they don't understand how insulting it is to a black viewer or a black person to treat these comments like they're reasonable, like they're acceptable, and, they're not. and not to challenge them, not to call them out after they leave, not to have someone come on afterwards like, no, this shit is racist. And I don't mean some black commentator like Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton or Michael Eric Dyson who can be marginalized because as soon as they pop up on the show, it's like, oh, this nigga's always talking about race, and you change the channel. But if you could actually get somebody that that does that somebody that that is white, somebody that is other than just a, a racial advocate to come in and be like hey yeah donald trump is fucked up we know he's being racist this is wrong you know what i mean but they don't even have that counterpoint Mm -mm. so so that's the problem is like i don't need to see your conversation with your racist uncle on my motherfucking tv yes and that goes for both extremes right i don't need to see that they don't have the. I don't need to see the Reverend Wright hour. No, I don't. Like I get it. I get, fucking get it. This dude's racist. Let's let's not give him any light without rebuttal. And that's the problem. You bring on a guy like Donald Trump, who's obviously race baiting, and there's no rebuttal. There's no, hey, you're wrong, and I know you're being racist. It's just, well, that's Donald. Crazy uncle. No, fuck that. Uh, Clarence says. You know, although I have a firm standing with Dr. Cornell West and Reverend Al Sharpton and Reverend Jesse Jackson on how they feel towards the efforts of Obama, I have to say that had it been any other black people in office, they would have said some things that would have definitely lost any hope for a future of a black re-election. That's true. He's like he's like Jackie Robinson. Like he cannot like even with him being pissed, he can only get so pissed. Like if he would have just came out there like uh, Sam Jackson, like. These motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> that would have been my it. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That would have um, been hilarious. And Dark Hater uh, commented on it too. He said, Rod, I must say that is a damn good piece of writing. In fact, I've stopped my podcast to record the first half again because of it. Wow. Aww. So thank you. Thank you. you. Um, and of course, um, we have our own page on Facebook, The Blackout Tips. Um, and people left comments there, um, and I'm, I'm trying to, I know this is a longer episode because I'm trying to get everybody's feedback. I didn't want to just be like, oh, fuck it, that's enough, because um, I know people wrote in, it's an important issue, and they want to be heard. Elizabeth says, I think as black people, we have become very accustomed to constantly being treated as second-class citizens or as though we are different or less than everyone else. Dysfunction becomes normality. Uh, I, it's like becoming desensitized to a degree just to cope, but when things get too real to ignore and crime seems like all you can do, this is not a post-racial America. No, it's not. There's still so far to go. Yeah, I hate that phrase. Yes, and, and, and that's something that really can piss me off. Not everybody, but for a lot of people, it was like once Obama became president, people said, oh, racism is over. Let's end affirmative action. Let's cut off all programs to help anybody poor. And you're like... 
known. Right. <laughs> not solve all the fucking issues we have in our country. No. Yeah, it is funny that they think that would fly, man. It's just yes. like, but but we gave you the best job ever. We get to be racist again. This is how it works. No. Everything's even. All the dogs are free. Uh, she also said, also, I like when you discuss the issues seriously every now and then. It's not much difference. I think because you guys can give do give your opinions regularly, just usually in a funny, sarcastic way. Anyways, keep up the good work. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I try not to keep it serious on the show, but uh, I appreciate the people that don't mind. Um, of course, episode 155, The Right Reasons to Hate Tyler Perry. Terrence says... I can't even make it through this episode of Meet the Brown and an episode of Meet the Browns, let alone one of his movies. Oh, I feel you on that one. I've Re- never seen a whole episode of that. Regular Cat Radio says every time that cat makes a movie, I flush all my money down the toilet and say I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thank you guys who uh, to wrote in, and thank you uh, Eric wrote in and Marcus wrote in with questions for the show and stuff. Um, that we I answered on the page. So uh, thanks to both of you guys and uh, everyone else who gave us feedback. Um, okay, so you want to do the review? Yes. All right, let's check out the reviews. Uh, all right, you know the deal. iTunes. What do we respond to, Karen? Only five star reviews. That's right, and we've only had uh, I believe. Do we have one or two response uh, two reviews since last time? 23rd is Saturday, so I'm going to read this one again anyway. Yeah. They probably may have left it after we did. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. I remember our brother Sanchez. He gave us five stars, but then he said that our guest was born. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember you. No, thank you. You only get one read. So, <laughs> uh, so Dre157 says, Blacks and crap movies, five stars. Um, Karen, I am with you talking about why can't black directors produce great movies that win Oscars. Must we remember the most critical acclaim of black movie? What uh, just happens to be The Color Purple, which is made by Steven Spielberg? Yep. Why can't Spike Lee direct an Academy Award winner like The King's Speech? We don't have to produce and direct black movies, just good movies. If Tyler Perry calls himself a director, then directing Inception or Black Swan. Say that again. We as black people would never be taken seriously if we continue to produce and direct movies that is meant for the lowest denominator. Now, since that is over with, can I borrow, can a brother borrow a pack of hot dogs? Beef, because I, I can't swing to the pork. Uh, <laughs> no, you may not borrow hot, hot dogs. Uh, but thank you for that, for writing in. Thank uh, you. Alright, man. Um, I think the only thing we have left is the voicemails. Yes, sir. Alright, you ready to play some voicemails? We got three of them. I am. Alright, let's go. Yo, Rod and Karen, how are y'all doing? What up, Adjutant J? Adjutant J, underscore J on Twitter. Just in case you guys are wondering, I'm pretty sure no one's like that concerned. I've been tweeting like crazy. But um, I am, like, safe and okay. I'm here in Alabama in the midst of the Alabama apocalypse. It's um pretty crazy. You don't have power here. But, of course, uh, I have a car charger, so I still have a phone. And I have been tweeting like bananas because I have nothing else to do. With the exception of cook and grill, I've grilled uh, more chicken, I think, in this last two days than I have in my entire life. <laughs> I've been grilling like crazy. Uh, and right now, as we speak, I am currently grilling a frozen pizza. So, um, I'm not sure how that's going to work out, but it looks like it's going to be pretty delicious. And I was thinking it's going to have like a really smoky flavor to it, so that should be awesome. Um, 
Actually, I was calling because uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I haven't heard the latest one uh, because my signal on my phone is, is sketchy. Like uh, sometimes I have enough, uh, I have enough internet to actually listen to stuff, and sometimes I don't. But I just heard the podcast where uh, Rod was talking about how you know that you are a nerd, how like everyone was claiming nerddom, and how you knew you were really a nerd when like someone would beat you up when you were a kid, uh, tried to friend you on Facebook. Like, this happened to me, and actually, uh, I about it on Twitter, because I was like, no, we're not friends, we'll never be friends. But there was this kid that, like, when I was probably about, I guess, like, I was, like, maybe in second grade, so I was, like, maybe eight years old, maybe younger, I might have been seven. Actually, no, I was, like, seven years old, or six years old. Uh, this one kid, and I still remember his name, I won't call him out, because he, fuck him, um, I won't call him out, uh, but he actually followed me home, and, like, beat me with him, and, like, four of his friends with a mask hook and like I couldn't fight him because it was like him and four other dudes waiting to jump me uh, because I am really a nerd like believe it or not as well as things that uh, I of course before I, I was never bigger than other, other kids I didn't get to like become a larger kid until uh, I guess like ninth grade is when I, I was like 6'3 and I became bigger than everybody else but up until that point I was pretty much everybody else's size especially like when I was a little kid I was really skinny and I just got beat up a lot. And he was one of the kids that um, would try to like say something insulting about you, but was not very quick. So I could always think of something funnier. And of course, being funny and sarcastic when you're a kid, but not being able to fight means that you're going to get beat up. So this kid called me, because uh, I walked he called me all the way home with a mask book and like beat me with a mask book. And of course, I make jokes about it now. Like, you know, to this day, I still can't comprehend algebra. Or, you know, like, I, I make jokes about it now, but, like, he friended me on Facebook, and I just, like, had a flashback while I was just pissed, like, no, no, thank you, sir, we will never be friends on any social network. So, yeah, yeah, I had that little bit of a flashback when I heard what Rod said about, um, how you're not really a nerd until you, uh, you accept a certain request from someone who beats you up at one point. Um, I'm not gonna accept those certain requests, cause that dude, that dude, I hope he dies. Um, I'm, I feel like telling about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, great show, and I'm gonna keep listening from the Bam Apocalypse. So, um, thank you guys keep pumping them out, and have a good day. Oh man, thank you for uh, calling in, Adjective J. And let us know you okay. Yeah, um, I thought you was going vegan, man. What up with all the grilled chicken? I guess he had no choice. His vegetables spoil quick. No, a real man that is a vegan would have found a way, brother. What is he going to do? Eat damn grass? What else is there to eat out there? There's plenty of glad grass out there to... Cause, I mean, first of all, you got to remember, all the tree branches blown down in the storm. You break off a branch, put that shit on the grill, and you eat that shit like a koala, son. That does not sound good to me. No, thank you. I don't blame y'all to broke it too. Damn, man. Oh, wow, man. You, these, the people just don't have any... Ability to stay on a diet, you know. Yes, I love <laughs> his powers. That I love grilled chicken, but I remember in 1980 something when Hurricane Hugo came and knocked out our for like almost two weeks or something like that. Something yeah. crazy like that. And then they decided to name the mascot of the Hornets after him. Cause, I know, because that was smart. Yes, and when our power went out. My mama fed everybody on the damn block. If you walking up and down the street and lit like you wanted some food, because she had like one of those huge, huge freezers. freezers. Yeah, we had the same thing, and it was going to spoil. Yeah, so she cooked everything. So I fed you on that one. And I hope your pizza turned out great, because one day I'm going to try to grill pizza. And when you were talking about your height, I had the reverse problem. Um, when I was a little kid, uh, about the fourth grade, I was tall. Then I stopped growing, and everybody else outgrew me, and I wondered what the hell happened. Yeah, um... First of all, man, I know your power is off, but remember this. The power is in you, brother. 
Okay, it's like Captain Planet said. The power is yours. Just imagine me as Captain Negro, okay? Hey, Karen, stop. Cut it out. You're not going to share me on my own podcast, No, I mean, since we got Captain Planet, I thought I seen the thing. Just not share and scar. I might admit it to tearing up, but you are not going to call me a little bitch. Look here now. <laughs> It'll be Captain Negro anyway, cause <laughs> oh, Captain, Captain Negro, he's, he's a hero. hero. Gonna, gonna smack the women <laughs> down to smack zero. women. Karen, that is not oh, what I'm, Negroes do. I'm sorry, I thought you was doing no, pimps. I'm he's sorry. Gonna, he's gonna grill that pizza down to zero. Okay, I can roll with that one. Anyway, man, a nerd getting beat, a nerd getting beat up with a math book seems pretty redundant. Yes. You think you think when he was getting beat up, like the pages open, he was like, "Oh, you did that one wrong." <laughs> you, yeah. think, you think when it was him, he was like, oh, that's not a right triangle. Oh, that's yeah. 90 degrees. Yeah. Oh, X plus B squared equals C. <laughs> so he was quoting. He's like, you got the song for X, Jerome. Yes, it is not two. It's five. Yeah, and I can tell the real nerds, because a lot of these people are like, I was a nerd growing up. No, real nerds have their own podcast and blogs. I believe those people, because you actually needed to have some computer savvy to get your shit done. Yes. But these, the, a lot of these people that are like, I grew up as a nerd, and they're just posing now. And then you look at like what they're actually doing, and they're like, I grew up as a nerd. I have an intern who gets my podcast up for me. Yeah, you're not a nerd, sir. No. You're not no. a nerd. You didn't have to figure out how to put a poll on your own podcast. Your ass is not a nerd. No. Oh, all right. Let's go to the next voicemail. Hello, Joker and Riddler. I am tired of you on these streets. I get tired of you uppity the blacks. I don't understand what y'all are doing. Y'all need to calm this down. I get tired of all this. Every time I'm off, you always in the kitchen. Anyway, guys, this is uh, Toy. I was trying to call and say I have been joining the last few podcasts, catching up with, catching up with them. Uh, Rod, I do know what you Barkley is saying in R2D2. I understand all their, all their names. They're, they're speaking record language. They're, they had invented record before record language was invented. So they, I had to decode the record before you could hit me up on Twitter anytime and let me know what you need to know what the record is they were saying. And, you know, uh, it's, it's just awful. And if I want to play QI on word play, a word feud, or words with friends, I will play it. And ain't nothing you can do about it, sir. Take <laughs> it and walk it to the bank. Bad man at Holly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that was Toya, uh, calling in. Uh, <laughs> to drop her Batman knowledge on us again. Yeah, that's right. Um, I will catch her. But um, that is funny because uh, I did wonder if the R two D two stood if the R stood for Ratchet. Mm. So Ratchet two D two. Maybe I, that's what I happened. I never thought about that. And yes, I have been cooking. I'm very very proud of myself. I've cooked several times this week. It cooked into nap time. That's a trade I'm willing to take. Cool, man. Saves us money and it's healthier for us. Yes. All right, last voicemail. What's up, y'all? People's crazy calling in. I uh, just want to call in. I want to make sure I'm not as boring as I was on the show. Uh, but I wanted to uh, call in uh, about the show, but about the post that, uh, that Rod had about uh, Obama and the brothers and uh, some of the racism behind that. And, you know, didn't we fail that it is? And, uh, man, I appreciate that a lot. And I remember talking to my dad election night. And, uh, I was cool until I called my pops, man, and he was bawling. Cause he never, he always said was, man, I never thought you did in my lifetime. 
And even though my dad, who was born in 42, he lived through civil rights and all that, and just knowing what he's been through and sharing the stories, you know, about his dad being killed by clan members and all that craziness. And uh, to see how much joy he had, how much pride he had just in seeing, you know, somebody like Obama. So when you get people like Perkins who come in and say so much ridiculous stuff, man, it's like speaking somebody's say, you know what I mean, and saying, even though there's been progress, we want to tell you that we still don't give a damn about that. That doesn't mean nothing to us. You still, you know, it's like, like Rob said in his post, like, you'll never be his president. And it's unfortunate, man, and you feel like we take this forward, and we feel like we are Baptist people, man, but we have a situation like this that, that the media covers as real news. And I even had conversations with people who try to, well, well where did the first ticket been? Like, man, I just slap you in the face. It's, it's, it's so ridiculous, man, but so it was good to see, I mean, I think you really articulated, not just myself, but how a lot of people feel about the situation. Um, so I still have hope, man. I, I'm still hopeful. I mean, I believe in people, man. I believe that, that they can be better. So I just want to say thanks for writing that, man. It really touched home, man. I had to call my dad and talk to him about that. But that, that. So it's been a lot, man. So anyway, keep up the good work, man. Keep writing. Hope you write some more. Uh, y'all have a great show. Peace. Yo, thank, thank you, you. Uh, People's Critic, for your kind words, and yeah, that's kind of what I was going for, and uh, yeah, def- definitely uh, want to say uh, it is just frustrating, but I do believe in people. Um, I believe the people that elected him, you know what I'm saying? It's just frustrating to see a group of people get attention for something that we know is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, we know it's wrong. You can't... Give, like there's no like if somebody was on TV advocating hating on a politician for being gay, right? Like say someone was just on TV and their only message was Barney Frank is gay. I want to see his lover or whatever. Or mm-hmm. Condoleezza Rice is gay. I will. I want to see her prove to me that she is not gay. We would all be like that is fucking ridiculous, sir. And no matter how you tried to couch it in, in whatever kind of language you wanted to couch it in, we would all be like, you have to fucking stop. This is wrong. This is wrong. Don't turn the camera on for this dude. You can't just hop off the plane and do a press conference. And we, we would not send cameras out for that shit, you nope. know? Um, and, 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 and you wouldn't have to bring in, like, a gay advocate to say, to say, like, well, here you go. You know what I mean? No, we know it's wrong, and therefore you don't get attention. But it's just very frustrating because, like I said, it, it, it's like it, they they all they almost legitimately they they did they legitimized it by pretending that or by acting like it was really worth attention. And it's to be honest, not it's a waste of time. Yeah. So anyway, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Uh, we black we blacked it up. Oh wait, is that the wrong show? I think so. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Why is he not with us? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and don't forget, man. If you really want to strike back at Donald Trump, what you have to do is fast forward through the commercials of. Now I'm just joking. Listen, we got commercials now. No, no. Shout out all productions. Y'all stepping up. No, I mean fast forward through the commercials of Apprentice or whatever. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a okay. joke. That's a joke. Oh, don't, no problem. Don't watch that shit. I was about to say, Shadow is stepping it up. I like that. No, don't watch. Don't watch that shit. No, please don't. Um, but anyway, guys, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We um, will. If you want to contact us, of course, the blackoutists at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Call the show, 704-557-0186. Sorry, Marshall, I couldn't uh, do your six and a half minute uh 
commercial or uh, I mean voicemail. Um, and don't forget also leave comments on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Five star reviews will be read on iTunes. Go to theblackouttips.com, read our posts there, to join our forums, um, make sure that you're uh, donating to the show, man. We really uh, appreciate the donations and uh, it does help the show, it helps us grow, it helps us do better shit. Um, and uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in DAT. So until next time, love you. You too. Mm-hmm.
pray that I can't she just run away Baby, I got a plan Run away as fast as you can 24, 7, 365 Pussy stays on my mind I, 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 I did it Alright, alright, I admit it Now pick your next move You can leave or live with it It's your wide frame with that motherfucking top off Split and go where? Back to wearing knockoffs high Knock it off, Neiman's shop it off Let's talk over my ties, waitress top it off Moves like folks just wanna fly in your Freddy Lopez You can't blame them, they ain't never see Versace sofas Every bag, every blouse, every bracelet Comes with a price tag, baby face it You should leave if you can't accept the basics Plenty holes in a ball of nigga matrix Invisibly set, the Rolex is faceless I'm just young, rich and tasteless P. Never was much of a romantic I could never take the intimacy And I know it did damage Cause the look in your eyes is killing me I guess you knew an advantage Cause you could blame me for everything And I don't know how I'ma manage If one day you just up and leave And I always find, I always find something wrong You've been putting up with my shit just way too long I'm so gifted at finding what I don't like the most So I think it's so time, think it's time for us to have a toast Let's have a toast for the douchebags Let's have a toast for the assholes Let's have a toast for the scumbags Every one of them that I know Let's have a toast for the Take work off Baby, I got a plan Run away fast as you